you're starting. That was just mush mouth. Yeah. Sounded worse than me. Oh, did they cut the Didn't light? look worse than you, though. Oh, thanks for, thanks for that, Jordan. Exciting to know <laughs> that we should be live and the mics are hot. We are live on the NBA Strategy Show 2024 edition. Today is Monday, January 1st. Happy New Year, everybody. I'm Josh Engelman. I am joined by Adam Scher, sort of. And we are brought to you by Better. Six games ahead of us. This one is the one that I've been looking for the most. Uh, we finally got DraftKings doing at least close to what I was asking because there's a 1030 game tonight, not a part of the slate, an hour and a half after the nine o'clock tips. This is the one that makes the most sense. Don't get me wrong. I'd rather have Heat Clippers be a part of it, but this will work. And we don't have the 3 p.m. start either. Uh, Timberwolves, Knicks, day basketball if you're looking for it enjoy that everybody hit the like button subscribe to the channel hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live follow us both on twitter and then when the minnesota timberwolves and new york knicks tip off at three o'clock turn that bad boy off put on liverpool newcastle cheer for the reds what's up adam yeah man how's it going happy new year doing any fun happy last new year i did have fun we ate some really good food i had many really good cocktails and i passed out at like 9 30 i am extremely jealous of that you should be you should be it was fun food was amazing so i'm very happy ready to get this one started we've got the raptors on the slate today i assume integrating their new players uh, we just got a quick note seven seconds ago that og and anobi is expected to be available for the knicks that one doesn't matter as much for us but for now we got a six gamer ahead of us I'm excited. 7.30 tip-off for Cleveland-Toronto. Everything done by 9. we got college football in uh, two hours that I know you and I are going to be prepping. So, you ready to talk some basketball? Yeah. Here we go. Folks, hit that like button, too. It's New Year's Day. We should go for some kind of crazy strategy show record. If you're here, hit the like button for today. Let's see what kind of ratio we can get as we take it to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Two-and-a-half-point dogs in Toronto. 224 total we have four of the six games in the 220s high 220s but in the 220s we've got dallas and utah 245 and then we've got the amazing indiana pacers milwaukee bucks game with the 259 and a half total 30 points clear of most of these teams so uh, spoiler alert that game's going to be at least mildly interesting for now 18 percent ownership coming into 5800 karis levert 27 is coming into a $4,700 Isaac Okoro. That is on FanDuel. For Cleveland, still no Darius Garland, still no Evan Mobley. This is all pretty much the same stuff we normally get out of Cleveland. When you're looking at the Cavs, where, where does your eye go first? Is it $9,500 Donovan Mitchell? Or are you seeing the same thing as the field and looking at Karis LeVert? I mean, obviously, my eyes first go to Jared Allen because he's always the best play from the Cavs. But um, yes. no, I mean, I think it's LeVert. Shooting guard, small forward, 5,800 on a relatively small slate. I just assume he's going to fit very easily into lineups. Um, it's not like he's a great play on his own or anything like that. We haven't projected right around 5X, but uh, it's just that he's going to fit so easily into lineups and projects well enough that while I would love to get Donovan Mitchell and or Jared Allen, Lavert's the one that stands out as somebody that I think I probably get to the most. Yeah, it's the uh, the positional eligibility and price is just too difficult to get away from at least especially in the morning when we don't really have a ton of value are we just locking Karis Levert in for like 28 minutes right now until we find out that he can play more 
I think that's kind of how you have to approach it. Yeah. Cause he, like I keep looking at this waiting for him to jump to like 33 or 34, like he was earlier, but they seem to be really locking this down. I mean, he's been back for a bit now. And other than that one random game where he jumped up to 35 and then went right back down, it has been pretty steadily that 28 minute rotation. The rest of this team though, unsurprisingly not pulling a lot of ownership on this slate. It's, you know, 5% to everybody else. I think it's really just starters or bust here. Yeah, same page. Like, if you get to Mitchell, great. If you get to Allen, great. Uh, 4% ownership coming into Struess. He plays relatively big minutes. Shooting guard small forward is nice, but more expensive than Levert. But, um, yeah, I think Levert's the one that stands out. And of the other guys, Mitchell and Allen are the two I'd like to get to first. But they're all just sort of, you know, secondary last piece in. Um, Tristan Thompson actually getting the second most ownership on the team. He's only yeah. 3,400 playing backup center minutes. I don't want him, but that is probably a little bit too cheap of a price tag. Yeah, he's just got the natural way to, if anything happens to Jared Allen, they don't have a choice. They're going to Tristan Thompson. And on a day with six games, that value starts to play out a little bit. I got to 13% Mitchell on my first run. That rarely surprises me. Uh, I didn't really get to Karis LeVert, which also doesn't shock me too much, just given where everything stands. There's probably some other guys that look like LeVert right now that are pretty easy to get to, but it is early. It's just hard to really talk about Cleveland. Like, we... Kind of know who's like we know who's available. They've had these same guys available for the most part recently, other than Mitchell. But you know what that kind of takes over. So if it's either starter or nothing else, really. Agreed. Yeah, I don't know where else you could get on this team, other than Thompson. The next game is the one that's really just a problem. Do you want to talk about Toronto? Or did I say next game? I meant next team. I, I actually had Toronto pulled up. Um, yeah. This is where no, I, mean, gets... I understand some of us were up till four in the morning last night doing irresponsible shit and are going to screw up a little bit on the show. Uh, I love it. Okay. 24% ownership coming into a 5K Emmanuel quickly. 24% ownership coming into a $5,900 shooting guard small forward RJ Barrett. I am getting all of the ownership that's coming into Karis LeVert. I am getting for Barrett and then some. Similarly, I have 72% of Emmanuel quickly. Let's start with the new look Raptors. Are you assuming... Quickly and Barrett start. Yes. You're, you're thinking we're going to go. For, yeah, we, we had seen Obviously, we're replace. getting Barnes, Siakam, Pirtle. That part's not changing. Right. And we had seen Trent replace Schroeder in the starting lineup. I assume Trent just goes back to the bench now as well. Obviously, OG is gone. So there's one spot to replace. And then if you replace Trent, there's two. So I assume you're getting quickly, Barnes quickly, Barrett, Siakam, Pirtle. I really think they should be starting Trent over Barrett. I don't know if they're going to be doing that moving forward, but I think Trent just fits like getting that spacing and shooting at the two over Barrett and then bringing Barrett on for like second unit creation just makes more sense in my head, but I don't know if they're going to do that. I think all these guys are just going to play like 28 minutes until we figure out what they're doing anyway. Yeah. I'll say, especially right out of the gate. I like, I don't know how much they care, but obviously it's going to be appealing to just be like, Hey, we just acquired these guys and we gave up OG and Anobi. So let's show them off immediately. Yeah. I don't like, and that's sort of what I did from a minute standpoint. I went 28 to Schroeder. I went 28 to Trent. I went 28 to quickly. I did go 32 to Barrett just because he moves up and down the positional spectrum a little bit differently than those guys do. And then obviously your same sort of like 36 to Barnes and Siakam. If Quickly and Barrett are playing like real starter minutes, though, they are the two best options you can get to from Toronto, it seems. At least that's where the public is getting to. Yeah, I agree. The prices are very reasonable. We have basically Nick's pricing on these guys. And 
actually, you know, a little bit cheaper in, in Barrett's case, but Barrett at 5,900 with the positional eligibility he has shooting guard small forward being really useful, uh, projects very similarly to Karis Levert. He's getting similar ownership to Levert, um, quickly at 5k looks fantastic. 31% yeah. chance of being optimal, 25% ownership. If he starts, that's a really, really, really appealing value option. Yeah. It's even if it comes off, the if bench. every, like, yeah, even off the bench, he is a he's completely reasonable to play. I think he's very alive to be closing games. We don't know what they want to do yet, and that's where it gets tricky. But these guys just aren't priced to be like going to a new role and a new team and new whatevers. Like Barrett's the one that scares me. I assume quickly is just about to look amazing, and then he's going to become like sixty five hundred in three days. Agreed. And he could just as easily go out there and play thirty two or thirty four today, and I would not be surprised by that at all. Like they are just going to, I think these guys are just going to soak up playing time. What do you want to do with the rest of them though? Pirtle, Siakam, Barnes. Yeah. I'll say, what are you doing with Pirtle minutes? Because he played Mm -hmm. a ton last game. I think there's probably going to be a tendency to think that because Precious Achua was traded, Pirtle plays a lot more. I don't think that's the case. In games without Achua this year, he's averaged about 20 prior to last game. He's averaged about 27 minutes per game instead of 25. So I do think you see an uptick in playing time. I don't think it's, suddenly a 35-minute-a-game center. I think that had more to do with them losing the other minutes and just needing, you know, Boucher and the those other guys to play minutes at four instead of the five. Um, yeah. I think getting around 27 minutes from Pirtle is a very reasonable projection. Uh, That's exactly what I gave him, so perfect. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We, we have him at 25. I think you go a little bit higher than that, but yeah. um, that, like that obviously is also reasonable. That's what he's averaging in general. Um, I think with the two out, he might get a couple extra minutes per game, but I don't, I don't think you should look at last game and conclude that it was because of Chua was out. I think it's because everybody was out. Um, 6K. Yeah, they weren't, was, they didn't have the other 75 minutes or whatever to replace for OGN and OB and Malachi Flynn, technically a Chua as that backup. Like it, right. know, they were just a different team. Yeah, exactly. So um, at 6K, I think he looks fine. He's getting 7% ownership. Um, I wouldn't get carried away based on last game. Barnes, if you yeah. can get there, obviously great point guard, small forward, 9K. Uh, also, if you want to buy into narratives, I very easily could have won a tournament if he did anything remotely close to what he normally does last late. So he will probably go for 80 today. Um, point, you know, point guard small forward, very easy to get to positionally. It's just a 9K price tag in a relatively unappealing matchup. Uh, but the ceiling is there. Same goes for Siakam at 8,400. I'm really nervous about Barnes right now. I think we're probably about to start seeing his price come down a little bit, replacing OG Ananobi with quickly in the spot and RJ Barrett. Like there's just less everything to go around for Toronto now than what they had a couple days ago, how that shakes out. I don't know, but it certainly doesn't make, there's no chance that Scotty Barnes looks better with these guys than worse. Like it's, it's gotta be at best neutral. I agree with that, but I want to get to quickly and Barrett. Thank God we get the starting lineup for this one. Cause if this were like a nine o'clock start, it would be, I don't want to say like an adventure because you won't feel too bad if you've got a big stand and had to swap off these guys. But yeah, uh, knowing what it's going to be is going to make us feel a little bit better. Yeah, I'll say at least they're cheap enough where like in that situation, if you got to them and they were coming off the bench, they're still good plays. It's not like you have to decide if you're going to play a 7K quickly where he would have to be starting. Um, but clearly you prefer if they're starting. Any interest in Chris Boucher? Not really. Um, yeah. Didn't play like a ton last game. He didn't, he hasn't really benefited from Achua being out this year either. Like his playing time has been about the same. That was a spot on that two game slate where um, I actually had it projected basically right. Um, But then I got nervous, gave him more minutes and um, 
he actually did, I think, play the minutes I ended up projecting him for. Um, but then he just didn't really do anything with it. But yeah, I mean, I'm expecting mid teens for him at 4K. Like he can get there and he's not yeah. getting any ownership, but I don't expect him to play a lot. Yeah, they didn't really use him as the backup center. They kind of used Thad Young as the guy that was coming in for Jakob Pertl. So that's where it gets a little scary. I only went 14 minutes, but uh, figured it was worth the discussion since he had power forward eligibility. Um, I don't really like, I can't imagine getting to Trent right now. Schroeder feels really difficult to get to right now. Uh, I don't need to go to Otto Porter since he played, but uh, we, we can just assume that's not a real one. It's it's really the new guys that are going to stand out the most. If Trent ended up starting at 5,600, I'd have some interest, but still. I mean, I gave him 28 minutes, and I still don't think he looks great. Yeah, I was going to say, it wouldn't be like, oh, I need to jam in Gary Trent. We have him at 27 minutes, and he's not really looking good. So Yeah. Like, I don't think, even if he's, like, if you knew he was starting, I don't think you can project him for 30 today. Agreed. Or anywhere higher than that number, at the very least. Uh, 22% ownership coming into R.J. Barrett on the FanDuel side. He's 6,100 there. Not the same story for quickly. Uh, FanDuel got out in front of it, I guess. 6,500. So probably not getting quickly on FanDuel. You said 6,500? Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit more expensive. Like, if you knew we were starting and playing 32 minutes or something, then quickly can be... Like, that's a price tag that he's going to be. But we don't know that yet. So... I think we can keep it going. I have nothing else here for the Toronto Raptors. No, we can go to the next game now like you already tried to. There it is. Toronto Raptors, by the way, they should hang a banner for blowing it to uh, the Pistons. Yeah. That worked out so well for Detroit. It did. I was really hoping they'd lose that game just to keep it going and miss their best opportunity. Agreed. I just It just would have been cooler if they hadn't won to like fully close out the year. Yeah. Anyway, folks, hit that like button. Schedule for the rest of the day. The next live show that you see is going to also be Adam and I for the NBA Deeper Dive tonight at 5.30. Uh, that Cleveland-Toronto game tips off at 7.30, so we have the uh, the half-hour later schedule. NBA Live Before Lock then coming up at 6.30. And nothing has changed with this in the new year. You should use our avatar. Go to stochastic.com slash avatar. Get our logo. Use it at DraftKings, FanDuel, Yahoo!, owner's box, wherever you're playing, load up our logo. Because if you finish in the top three of a contest that has 5,000 or more entries, you can get one month of whatever you want at Stochastic. It's a $200 value. Get our NBA day, get our NBA package, our Sims tool, projections, ownership, boom, bust, all of that good stuff. Uh, Yeah, Jordan, I, I, I assume you still hear me. Can you correct the title of this? It says Friday, January 1st in the title of the stream. Catching that now. Huh? Feels like Friday. Feels like Monday to me. All these, all this lovely energy. You don't have that same kind of energy. Actually, it does feel like Monday because the only day I drink is Sunday, and I feel like I drink. Well, final thing to say about the avatar is you should use it. It costs you nothing, and you only have to tweet that uh, top three finish to at Stochastic Hof. That is what will get you the free month of whatever you're looking for. Costs you nothing, folks. Uh, just ran, finished running my stuff. Um, that first game, I'm getting to pretty much what we expected. I'm getting a yeah. lot of Karis LeVert on the Cleveland side, 38%. On the Toronto side right now, um, I have 78% quickly, 30% Barrett. Uh, yeah, 30% Barrett, 13% Barnes, 5% Siakam. Sweet. The 
Detroit Pistons on a one-game winning streak, taking on the Houston Rockets, 226 total. Pistons still eight-point dogs because uh, they suck. Uh, we do have some ownership coming in here, though. It's really gross. 26% ownership coming into a $6,700 Jalen Duran. His minutes are there. That part's not gross. 12% ownership coming into Boyan Bogdanovich, $6,400 small forward. That's not gross. He's probably the best player on the Pistons. 13% ownership coming into a $4,200 power forward starting and playing big minutes. Kevin Knox. Uh, I have 29% of Kevin Knox today. I would rather go back to 2023. Yeah, I'm not with you there, at least right Good. now. Um the Congrats. only guy from this team that I the, yeah, the only guy from this team that I am getting to right now is Durin, which I am more than happy with. Uh 15% yeah. of him, so I'm not even getting to the field, which is at 25%. Uh, but we do have him with a 15% chance of being optimal. That's what I have. He's the only guy from this team I'm getting to. 3% Ivy, 2% Burks, 1% Cunningham, and Bogdanovich. I wouldn't be upset if I got to more uh, Boyan. I wouldn't be upset if I got to more Cunningham. I do not like a $4,200 Kevin Knox with ownership. He played 30, 31 minutes last game. He does not have to do that. I think from a projection standpoint, expecting like mid twenties makes sense. Can he get there? Sure. But I am not getting him right now. Um, You know, if I started getting a little bit of him just because he's cheap, fine. We have him projected for 24 minutes. I think that's reasonable. You could go a little bit higher, I think, but I don't. I went 28. I, I don't know that you have to do that. I think that's what they're doing, especially coming off the win. Started, played all of those minutes, played the closing rotations, played 31 total. Do I believe in it? Of course not. Like anybody can become that in that game, but I'm nervous that that's I mean, like a thing. He played 18 minutes in his start the game before. I don't think he has to just Yeah, but they didn't the, win. <laughs> they almost did. They went to overtime with the Celtics. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. I mean, I just, I look at that rotation. It's like, what would I expect to change? Does it like you just take him out for liver? 26 maybe is probably like the better. That's what I'm, output. yeah. I, I think yeah. Some, somewhere in the 24 to 26 range. Like before, That just scares me because he is live for 32. Sure, but he's also live for 18. He is. Um, For the game against Toronto, I think I had projected him at like either 22 or 24. And then we saw him play 30. So obviously that kind of I think I was at 22 he played 30 so like that increases the projection going forward because we at least saw him play like a real starters rotation but I still think that his minutes are extremely volatile yeah you're pro- you're probably right I everything for the Pistons if your name isn't Boyan Cade or Duran is probably incredibly right. volatile I mean we got in that game we got 18 minutes from Burks we got 12 from Thompson we got 10 from Hayes None of those guys, uh, we got 17 from Livers. None of those guys have to play more, but any of them can. Yeah. And I would expect Knox's minutes to disappear before any of the other four starters. Same. Oh, it's scary. I don't like it. That'll probably bring me down to like around the field if I drop to 26. Yeah. Like if if the two options are whatever you like, the what do you say, 30%? Is that what you have? I had 29%. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like if, if my only two options, which obviously they're not, but if my only two options were your 29% or my zero, I would rather have my zero. I agree just because it's Kevin Knox, but if he's 13% owned, I do like the idea of having him. If he is going to play 31 minutes. Well, yeah, I do. I like the idea of having anybody if they hit their ceiling. 
I don't want to say ceiling just because it's possible that we look at this in a week and he's played like 31 or 32 minutes in four straight games. And like, it's not a ceiling. It's just, he's the starter and power forward. That is true. There is a path where this just becomes Kevin Knox as the starting power forward for the Pistons. It's just not likely because he's Kevin Knox. Right. Yeah. I just don't think it's going to, I think if he won, if he even stays in the starting lineup for two weeks, I think you look back and it's just a, I have no idea how many minutes Knox is playing today. It's somewhere in the range between three quarters, like, not even playing the fourth and closing. Agreed. They are the three guys that you can get to, though, at this moment with any sort of volume. Durin, Boyan, Knox. Like, Cade, 8,700, point guard only against Houston. Like, bad spot. Ivy, I guess, is fine, but no ownership. Like, there's not much else to get to from the Pistons. Agreed. Durin's the only guy that I... Well, I mean, I, like, Boyan, if you're getting there, is fine. Um, Durin's the guy that I want. Yeah, everything else is sort of just like if I get to it, I get to it. On the opposite side for Houston, we've got the Q tag on Tari Eason, the Q tag on Jabari Smith. We still have no Dylan Brooks. So a little bit of ambiguity here for the Rockets. 15% ownership coming into Shingoon. Uh, everybody else on the DraftKings side is single digits. That is a different story on FanDuel where Shingoon is 28 Van Vliet is 23, Jay Shantae is 22, Jalen Green is 27, and Tari Eason is 15. So the Houston side on FanDuel, very different than they are on the DraftKings side. I'm getting to a little bit of Shingun and Van Vliet, and then just like very tiny amounts of all of the other guys that play for Houston. Uh, these guys are just sort of stabilized in price. But if we end up losing Eason or losing and losing Jabari Smith, we start to free some stuff up here for the Rockets. Yeah, certainly the potential for some value to open up. Uh, without Jabari Smith last game, we saw Tari Eason come off the bench. Jayshon Tate played 35 minutes. Eason played 27. Uh, Jeff Green got the start, played 33. So there is the potential for some value to open up. Green is 4,300. Jeff Green is uh, 4,300. Eason 6,300 would look okay if Smith is out. But uh, with Eason and Smith projected in right now, I'm getting to 11% Shangun. Fields at 14%. He looks like the best play to me from Houston. Um, I'm always happy with whatever Shangun I can get to. Then I'm getting to 5% Tate, 4% Van Vliet. Uh, the field similarly is, you know, 3 to 7% ownership coming into everybody but Shangun. Uh, that's pretty much how I see it as well. Yeah, I got 15 on Shangun, 13 on Van Vliet. I got five of Jay Sean Tate. That could look a little bit better if we start lo- losing more of these wing guys. <laughs> Great spot, obviously, against Detroit, 24th in defensive rating, 9th in pace. So you're getting a, a really nice game environment for Houston. Tar Eason being up to 6,300, man, that is wild. I don't have much else to say for Houston. Like, again, 226 total. It's just not going to look like Pacers Bucks. It is not. Speaking of Pacers Bucks, hate is not a strong enough word. <laughs> Indiana Pacers are seven and a half point dogs in Milwaukee, 259 total. You and I are both going to love what I'm about to say here. 25% ownership to Aaron Neesmith, 25 to Andrew Nemhard, 37 to Benedict Matherin. Uh, Call it 18 to Jalen Smith, 10 to Miles Turner, 10 to Tyrese Halliburton. One of those guys that are getting a lot of ownership, I'm not really getting. Can you guess who that is? I'm going to go with Nemhard. You would be right. 1%. He's 5,300 point guard, shooting guard, and I'm going to continue to project him the way that he is when he plays alongside Tyrese Halliburton. I'm hoping the rest of the industry continues to project him incorrectly. I will not have Andrew Nemhard here uh, if this maintains. Yeah, I'm only getting about half the field right now with him projected not the way I'm going to end up projecting him. Um, yeah. 
31 like 31 minutes 0.85 DraftKings points per minute that is not where I'm going to end up uh he nope. is not that guy when he plays with Halliburton um we have seen them you know stagger his minutes which is good for him but still in the games that he has started alongside Halliburton he's producing the same way he always does when he plays with Halliburton like two-thirds yep. of a fantasy point per minute the playing time generally is there we saw 33 and a half minutes last game we had seen I think it was like 36 three games ago we got a 24 minute game sandwiched in between more often than not I am expecting him to play into the 30s so just from a playing time standpoint he does have opportunities uh 5300 is a reasonable price tag for the minutes he plays it's just that he is always going to be overowned if the industry is going to continue projecting him to be a 0.85 0.9 fantasy point per minute guy yeah as a result like he will just get more ownership than he should because he is not that guy when he plays with Mallard, or when he plays yeah. with Halliburton rather yeah, like I don't want to like if you just cover up the ownership column, like he's a solid enough play at 5,300 right. getting minutes like there's nothing wrong with him. But the moment you introduce ownership, he becomes like the easiest guy to get away from on the slate. If he were 6% owned and I had 12, I'd be like, OK, you know, that's totally reasonable for today. He's the second most owned guy on the Pacers. I'm good. Yeah. And I think like what you said is important. I don't want to I don't want it to come across like. Nemhard's a terrible play. I don't know why people are playing him. Yeah. He is fine. He is not as good as he's being projected. Correct. I love that we're all over this, by the way. I love that it's actually worked out so far. I just want it to work out, work out. Yeah. Yeah, like the 12-point Nemhard game. Yeah. Okay, the rest of Indiana. Like, obviously, this is great. Uh, middle Milwaukee, middle-of-the-pack defense, third in pace. By the way, Pacers are dead last in defense, fourth in pace. Who are you getting to? Because I got three guys in the 30s. Um, and, and just, uh, I, I mentioned I was below the field. I have 15% Nemhard right now. That will come down once I yeah. make my own Nemhard projection. Um, yeah. I'm getting a lot of Neesmith. I'm getting a lot of Turner. I'm fine with both of those. Uh, Neesmith, 25% ownership, 23% chance of being optimal, 5,100. He's been starting. Uh, we haven't projected for 25 DraftKings points. Minutes have been there for him. He's not an exciting player to roster, but... Uh, the playing time's there. Small forward power forward's nice. So I'm over the field there. I'm over the field on Turner at 40%. Fields at 10. That feels like something that probably or could come down between now and lock just because he's a center and there's always plenty of center plays. But if it doesn't change, I'm also fine with that. You know, great game environment, high upside option, only $6,900. Uh, if I get a lot of Miles Turner, great. I just have no idea if that's going to hold through lock. But uh, those are the guys I'm getting a ton of. I'm going to 28% Matherin right now. He's projected for 36% ownership, only $4,700, shooting guard, small forward, played 25 and a half minutes last game. On average, I expect 24, 25 minutes from him. It's just a little bit too cheap of a price tag. That is a lot of ownership for someone that is live to play 18 minutes in any given game. Like it can go yes. really poorly, but is a good game environment. He is cheap. Um, I don't you know, mind getting to a good amount of him. I'm going to 25% Buddy Heald, who's been playing off the bench, but 5,900 shooting guard, small forward. He's only projected for 2% ownership right now. So at that ownership, I'm going to get a lot of him. If that comes up, then I'll get less. He only played 18 minutes last game, but in the games before that, he was playing 33 minutes off the bench. Um, he is still live to play 30 plus minutes. Obviously you saw the downside there, but it's not like any of these guys, it's not like that rotation is set in stone. It's not like every other guy here is, is, locked in the 30 plus minutes on a game to game basis. You're just going to see occasionally the Nemhard played 24 healed played 18. Uh, Neesmith yeah. played 24. Um, Matherin played 18. Like it's just, they're all live for those low games in any given game. But on average, I still think you're getting, you know, upper twenties, low thirties and minutes from healed. 
I went 26. You, you think that's a little light? Probably a little bit. I, okay. I think it's I, I think it's reasonable. I like he he obviously can have those games where he doesn't play a lot. Uh, right now, I we have 28. I am fine with that. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to bump him up a little bit there. Uh, just felt like I was coming in a little, little, uh, little light. And I like the idea. Like if Neesmith is going to be 25% owned, Nemhart's going to be 25% owned, and Matherin's going to be 37. I kind of just want to get a little bit more healed, even if I'm wrong, just by default of having the opposite side of something in this Indiana game. Uh, two things that I want to hit you with here. Maybe that, maybe not. Maybe it's just one, and I already forgot the other thing. Do you know what Aaron Neesmith is shooting from three this year? And I'm putting this out there now. He takes 4.6 per game, 6.5 per 36 minutes. So it's not like one attempt. Based on your question, I'm going to go with 42%. You are way low. 49. Wow. Yeah, he's just not missing. I think he's leading the league in, I mean, I would imagine he's leading the league in three-point rate. But yeah, he's shooting 48.9% from three this season. And plays Dude, defense. Yeah. Dude should have been playing 30 minutes long before Obi Toppin was starting at power forward spot. Dude should still be on the Celtics. <laughs> well, that's a good point. I mean, he wouldn't be playing for the Celtics. He should be, but like, they'd like him to be their ninth guy or whatever, yeah. but probably going to be, probably want him to play a little bit more than uh, 12 minutes a game or whatever it would be if these guys were playing. He'd be like out of a playoff rotation and should be like a fixture of it, but Celtics are just too good. Uh, I'm getting 37% Jalen Smith and I'm getting kind of tired of getting to him. But if he keeps having this power forward eligibility, it's really tricky because he's so good on a per minute basis. Yeah. I'm getting like 13% fields at 19. Ooh. Um, I don't, I don't mind that. The the thing that hurts with Jalen Smith is we just still haven't seen him close in the games he's starting. Um, I think projecting him like 23, 24 minutes makes sense. Power forward eligibility certainly helps a lot. If he was center only, you just probably wouldn't be playing him at this point, or yeah. you'd be playing small amounts because he's low owned and a good point per minute guy. Um, but with power forward eligibility, he does look like a solid enough value. It's just that, you know, he's probably playing 22, 23, 24 minutes. Yeah, I went 22 minutes. I still got 37% of him. So I don't want that, but I don't hate it. Yeah, you got to stop being a Maryland homer. Yes, that's me. Big Juan Dixon guy. <laughs> Steve Blake. I'm not really getting to Halliburton. Um, I wish I was, but I'm going to assume that when we hop over to Milwaukee, I have got a lot of Damian Lillard. Yeah, I only have I have 9% Halliburton. Fields it. Oh, okay. So um, actually, so we have him with a 9.3% chance of being optimal. If the slate started right now and I was playing 150 lineups, I would have 9.3%. So um, r- right on the number there. But yeah, he's clearly just one of those, whatever you get, too great if you somehow yeah. manage to get a lot of Halliburton don't change anything but um yeah I've, I'm right around the field all right pay attention to it. look again I'm going to say this again 259 and a half total unless DraftKings gets out in front of one of these games and dramatically prices up everybody you're going to get a lot of ownership in a game like this by default there's just too many fantasy points going around um and, and Matt D said it I don't know that it like there, there's nothing actionable about it, and I don't think it necessarily is even just Portis Turner. These teams do not like each other. No, they do not. No, they do not. On the Bucks side, uh, I don't have a ton of Dame, but I do have a ton of this game in general. Uh, 20 to 25% ownership to Lopez, Giannis, and Middleton. 10 to 15 on Portis, Lillard, Malik Beasley, and Pat Connaughton. 
I'm getting two of these guys very heavily. I assume you're getting a bunch of Milwaukee in some way. So uh, just lead me to wherever you're going. Yeah, I'm under the field, but I'm still getting there. I have 19% Giannis as my highest owned guy. Fields at 26%. Clearly, he looks very good. 11K, great matchup with Indiana, great player. If you wanted a narrative, uh, Giannis might try and score 100 and keep every ball that he can find. Um, but, you know, obviously he looks great. Narratives aside, uh, 15% Middleton for me, 21% for the field. So shooting guard, small forward, 7,100. He's playing real minutes at this point. Um, happy with whatever I can get to, just a little bit below the field. 14% Brooke Lopez, fields at 26. Optimal percentage is 14%. I'm in line with that, not with the field. Uh, those are the three guys I'm getting double-digit exposure to. I have 7% Portis, 4% Beasley, 3% Dame. I am under the field on every single player, but still in the aggregate, getting a good amount of them. Uh, yeah, mine's a little different. Basically neutral on Portis. Uh, I'm 2Xing Dame, which I'm cool with, 17 at 9. Yep. Like that, I'll take that all day in this matchup. Uh, I am under on Giannis. I only have 14%. Slightly bigger stand on Chris Middleton, 41%, but I'm a Middleton homer. I also don't mind it at all here against the Pacers, shooting guard, small forward, all that stuff. Like that'll work for me. This is going to be a time where I'm happy to jam in Chris Middleton. Is he moving back ahead of Jimmy Butler since Jimmy Butler can't play a full basketball game? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> I, I would like to be redeemed in this arc where something happens and Jimmy Butler becomes, like loses all of his skills and like he gets like anti-bitten by the spider and stops being Spider-Man. <laughs> and then Chris Middleton somehow like comes back to life, starts getting on HDH or something. I also have 55% Brooke Lopez, which feels aggressive. Yeah, so Lopez is somebody that I actually play a good amount of when he's low owned. Uh, yeah. That is not the case today. No, he's just, he's been playing really big minutes. 5,700 yeah. works. And I, I'll say it again, like this matchup is aces as far as yeah. I'm concerned. I will say just within this game, if 5,700 Lopez is going to be 26% and 6,900 Turner is going to be 10, I have no issue that I am playing 40% Turner and, you know, I'm half the field on Lopez. No, I wouldn't either. I had 16% Turner too, so I'm getting both of them happily. Uh, Lopez has been a little tame lately, 0.86 DraftKings points per minute over the last 30 days. But uh, when you play this game, you basically bump that by a tenth of a point by default. Yeah. Einsteinium said the revenge would be kidnapping the rookie who got the ball. Uh, yeah, Giannis <laughs> drops 100 and just walks out of the stadium carrying Toshiba like over his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> you come with me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Giannis, well, sort of Giannis, Thanasis is out for personal reasons on the injury report. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, man, the Bucks are going to be wild. And then I was like, oh, that's Thanasis. They shouldn't even be allowed to print his name in that list. Yeah, but... That, like on the list, obviously, I don't know what the issue is, but on the list of personal reasons, I feel like there's probably a lot of overlap on things that are personal issues for him and for Giannis. Yeah. Well, like I just you shouldn't be allowed to print Antetokounmpo in the injury report unless it's Giannis. Yeah. Like those other idiots should not be allowed to show up there and confuse people. All right. I got nothing else here for the Bucks. P play a lot of Pacers Bucks. That should be the moral of this story. Agreed. All righty. Shout out to Better. They are the sponsor of this show, and they have not just a better deposit bonus, but the best deposit bonus, up to $500 when you sign up using the link in the description of this video. Put in as much as you can. It's a fresh year. If you want to start off with a really nice bankroll, put in $500, get another $500. You've got $1,000 to work with at Better, NFL, NBA, hockey, and more. Trying to hit the pick'em streets. You could 100x 
your entry if you correctly select up to eight picks. I tell you this every day, and I'm not going to stop in the new year. Acquiring as much free money as you can via deposit bonuses is the perfect way to get yourself started. Figure out what you like after that, but establish yourself, get yourself some extra funds for it. Legal age for gambling in most states is 21 or over. And if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, starts to get a little bleak here. Charlotte Hornets, two touchdown underdogs in Denver, 227 total. Hornets are still without uh, LaMelo Ball, obviously. Gordon Hayward out. Terry Rozier probable. And stop me if you've heard this before. Mark Williams, oddly enough, doubtful today. I'm starting to think this dude doesn't even have a back. I, I can't <laughs> figure out what they're doing at this point. This is the weirdest injury thing I think I've ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, like, obviously, if you actually take it at face value and every time he's doubtful, he is 25% to play. Uh, he's running really bad on not playing. Yeah, I don't, I, I really don't get it. Like, did he die and someone forgot to update his status? And so he's just doubtful permanently. Like, I'm, and I also hate it because for the first month and a half of this season, I became like a pretty big Mark Williams fan. So, yeah, I mean, I was a Mark Williams guy last year. This is just weird. Weird. Uh, speaking semi-related to what you just said, uh, I was on my way to a bar to watch the Ravens Dolphins game yesterday, and I texted something to a friend that plays DFS, and I got a text back saying Noah Brown with like a sad face. I'm like, what? Like I have no idea what this means. And he said dead. And I had I didn't know if Noah Brown was active yesterday. I didn't know if he was on IR. Like I knew nothing about Noah Brown yesterday. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, holy shit. And something like, was he like, is he injured? And just like, he was at home and died. Like, I'm thinking yeah. like Sean Taylor or something. And then I'm yeah. like, is, I'm like, is it a DeMar Hamlin situation? Like, is the Houston game just paused right now? And he's like, oh no, he's out for the game. Like, dude, I actually thought he was yeah. dead. deceased <laughs> <laughs> without life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like starting to Google stuff. I'm like, man, I can't find anything. That's great. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets team is mostly dead. 12% ownership to Nick Richards at 5,700. Kind of looks like all these other 5K centers that exist on the slate. Single digits across the board for everybody else. If you get Bridges, Richards, Rogier, whatever. Brandon Miller's at 6,200, whatever. I mean, this is about as bad of a spot as you're going to get to. Denver's defense, decent. They're slow. It's at elevation. These guys suck. I don't have much of Charlotte. Yeah, Fields getting to 13% Richards. We have him with an 11% chance of being optimal. Uh, that's the only guy I have double-digit exposure to. I have 15%. I'm fine with that at 5,700. Uh, so I I'm playing right now the same amount of Nick Richards that I am Brooke Lopez. I wouldn't be upset if I started getting more Lopez, but I'm also not upset if I'm just treating them the same at 5,700. Um, yeah. I have 9% Bridges as my next highest tone guy. Fields at 5, so I'm a little bit over there. Uh, power forward, 7,600. He's... Been finally playing a bit better, uh, playing, you know, real minutes. He always has been. So I don't mind that one. 5% Rogier fields at 5%. Uh, whatever I get of Bridges Rogier, I'm fine with. Richards looks like the best value. Yeah, it's just, this is a really, really awful spot for Charlotte. 106 and a half implied total, I believe is dead last. The only team that's going to be even close to that one would be Portland in the next game. They're also double digit dogs in a 220 something total. But yeah, I'm, I'm more than okay, not bargain basement diving in the Charlotte Hornets today. Agreed. For the Denver Nuggets, we are getting Aaron Gordon back 
Probably he is questionable, but uh, from what I've seen, he is expected to play after getting his face chewed on and his hand chewed on by his dog. Did you see any of the quotes for it? Um, I saw him say that like his dad usually watches his dog and that his dog is a good dog. And I, I, I like I liked the quotes. Like one, I was glad it was his dog. Uh, yeah. Two, I was glad that it was not a pit bull um, because Rottweiler, I get Rottweiler. So same same vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. But <laughs> as someone that has a family pit bull i get really tired of the pit bull narrative so um i was just glad it wasn't a pit bull um yeah yeah i mean i i was happy with the quotes like i didn't want it to be like yeah some random dog attacked me and now like we killed the dog no he was like i you know i was like playing with him and roughhousing like i normally do and you know he clamped on like and his quote was basically like i fucked around and i found out i i didn't see that but yeah yeah yeah, they were they were really good quotes. He's like, no, the dog's great. Like, I'm, I just haven't been around to train him as much as I've wanted to. And I played with him like I normally do. And <laughs> he chomped on me. Yeah. So uh, glad that he's back and glad that it's like a complete non-story. He is uh, projected for 48% ownership on FanDuel where he's 5,900. That seems a little healthy. Uh, around 10% ownership to Jokic, Murray, and Gordon. Single digits everywhere else. I'm 2Xing Jamal Murray at 8,100. He's 8% owned. I don't find Denver to be all that appealing here other than the matchup being good, but it's still just Denver priced where Denver should be priced. Yeah, the matchup's good. Any of the starters are playable. I have all of them in at least one lineup right now. Gordon's the one yeah. I'm getting to the most. I have 11%. The field's getting him the most at 13%. 6,100 is just a very reasonable price tag. Uh just an easy piece to get into relatively easy piece to get into lineups doesn't have MPE or he would be even easier. Uh, 7% Porter for me, three or 4% for the field. So slightly over on him, but nothing crazy there. Uh, and then I'm just getting the 1% of KCP Jokic and Murray obviously would not be upset if I start getting more of them, particularly Jokic at 11, three, but uh, right now I'm not really getting much of them. I actually have 11% Jokic, which is weird for me on a day where like he's getting ownership too. Yeah. Might be the first show all year. You've had more Jokic than me. Yeah, no, I didn't, didn't really see that one coming. Yeah, if you can get a if you can get a Denver starter, by all means, do that. Assuming Aaron Gordon is in, uh, if Aaron Gordon is not in, Peyton Watson is up to fifty four hundred, so don't even bother there either. Yeah, I got nothing else here for Denver. Me neither. Final thing for me to talk about, guys, before I ask you to hit that like button is simply just signing up for Odd Shopper. If you're looking to step into sports betting at all, I say this as someone that at some point in time in the near future, should be able to bet legally in the state of North Carolina. Odd Shopper is going to be something I'm using heavily. Uh, I've seen so many of my colleagues having really good success with it, Adam included. I'm diving right in the moment that I can. You're taking a market-based approach to beating the books. I don't need to have... It's the same way that I want to play DFS. I just want to use data to make the best decisions. You can shop around, find expected value and expected win rates. All the links to whatever book you're trying to get to are going to be right in front of your face. You can get there very, very quickly. We've got calculators and parlay builders and all that other good stuff on Odd Shopper. You can also hop into our premium Discord if you want to get picks from some of the other guys like Aton, Eric, Ben, Loffy's in there too. I'm sure I'm missing some people. Apologies for that. It's a great tool. It's been built out big time over the past year. We had a giant price drop for this tool very recently. I think you guys should check it out. You're going to hear me talking about Odd Shopper quite a bit whenever North Carolina officially goes legal. But for right now, I'm still just playing a bit of a waiting game. They're claiming it should be ready by March Madness, which is not soon, unfortunately. I was hoping they would have got it out at least for the Super Bowl since like people, I don't care if it's ready for the Super Bowl, but that's a good jumping off point yeah. for uh the culture 
And I mean, for what it's worth, Maryland had said that theirs was going to be ready or that we were going to be ready by like NFL season 2020. I think we got it in like 2022. Mm. So legally, they can't go past the date that they approved it. So it can't go any longer than June something, whatever the date was in the middle of June of last year. They have to push. I mean, obviously they can like there can be some I don't trust anything when it comes to the government, but like. It's supposed to be in because it's been voted and approved. It needs to go through by that date. So I'm hoping that it can be sooner rather than later. I want to be able to like realize that I have no like Andrew Nemhard, for instance, I will happily put a hundred bucks on an Andrew Nemhard over and then not have him in my lineups as like a life hedge. <laughs> yeah. Or you could just bet the under and try and make money. I'm just saying, like, if it shows up, I would I would happily take bets to offset my, like, to life hedge my exposures in DFS. And I'll be able to do that via Odd Shopper. Soft. Portland Trailblazers. You will be able to do that via Odd Shopper because it's not going to tell you to make bad bets like that. It's not going to make, well, I'd say it's it was going to be a bad bet. Like, what if it's a you, good bet? Then you should play him in DFS. That's not true. What if his salary is a thousand? You're talking like your chat. These guys have salaries. There's no salaries in sports betting. Yeah, Nemhard's cheap. Is he? This is a terrible example because the whole thing that we're we talked about with Nemhard is that he's being projected too highly. So yes, I agree. In this specific case, you shouldn't be betting his overs either. I don't know if that's true. We're not going to do likely. this. Portland Trailblazers eleven point dogs in Phoenix two twenty nine total. God, this is this one's not fun. But luckily for us. I don't think it's going to matter the way that it could have mattered. I think we've learned enough lessons with Portland at this point. DeAndre Ayton, out. Anthony Simons, out. Dwap Reith, doubtful. Kamara, questionable. Shaden Sharp, questionable. What do we do with the center position here? Because we have... (laughs) Moses Brown is 4,200. I think we can safely project him for 14 minutes and not use him. Ibu Baji is 3,500. I did get a couple shares of him. Uh, And then Jabari Walker is a 5K power forward only, projected for 29% ownership right now. I got to 32. We don't have to play Portland center roulette today, do we? I don't have a actual center. I don't have Baji. I don't have Brown right now. I do have 45% Jabari Walker, power forward, 5K. He's getting 28% ownership. I wouldn't be upset if my 45% came down a little bit, but I do understand why it's there. We got 30 minutes from him last game. Even if you get mid-20s, he's going to look like a good option as a power forward value play. Yeah. It just seems like he's the guy that they're going to play. Yeah. We have him at 27 and a half minutes. I think that's fine. I went 28. I went 14 to Moses Brown, 14 to Ibu Baji. Yep. It's scary. Bruce Brown plays like, 28 minutes tonight. I'm going to fly to Phoenix and kill him. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's scary because that can just change any given game. But yeah. at this point, we've just seen Jabari Walker be the guy enough that I think you have to expect it and just be upset if it changes. The Q tag on Shaden Sharp and Kamara to an extent going to play a giant role. We have 18% ownership projected to scoot right now. That feels heavy if Sharp plays. Yes, but I have 66% at the moment. How many minutes? 33. Okay. I don't think that he's playing 33 minutes if Shaden Sharp is playing today. 
We have Sharp at 33. We have Scoot at 33. We have Brogdon at 33. And I'm getting... They have not shown any scenario that they're playing Scoot Henderson that many minutes when Shaden Sharp is in. Well, yeah, but we haven't seen what happens when Simons is out. It's fair. Like, if you're taking... If you're not going to low 30s on Scoot, where are you going with minutes? I went 28 to Scoot. I went 28 to Shaden Sharp. Sharp has been out for a bit. I went yeah. to 34 on Malcolm Brogdon. I went to 37 on Jeremy Grant. Like, I don't have extra minutes just laying around. I don't like, I guess I could take the one rotation I gave to Skylar Mays, but that could be anybody on this team if they wanted another guy in the rotation. Yeah, and we have eight minutes to Mays. Yeah. Okay. Then I, the, I really don't know where those minutes go. I have about 26 to Kamara, 24 to Thibel. Yeah. We actually have more minutes to Kamara and Thibel. How many minutes did we project to Portland? 270? <laughs> who did I name? Who do we not have projected for minutes then? I, I mean, I don't know. It all you just like named good. five straight guys that were heavier on. So what did we not project Baji or Moses Brown no, or one of did. those guys? Uh, we, oh, we we only went one minute to Moses Brown. Okay. That's reason. I mean, he played four last yeah. time out. So I think that's very reasonable. Baji, Brown, Walker. So Ibu Baji, Moses Brown, and Jabari Walker only combined for 43.8 minutes their last time out. So they're like willing to go extra special centerless. Yeah, and Brown did not play at all in the second. Didn't start the second half, didn't play in the second half. Jabari Walker started. Like, there's a good chance Jabari Walker is just starting today and Brown is not in the rotation. So like you said, I think that is a reasonable projection. But if Brown does start, obviously you can't just project him for one minute. Uh, Yeah. And that would potentially cut in the gut. Okay, so let's think this through here. If everybody's in, Jaden Sharp, Q-Tag in, Kamara in. What's the starting lineup for the Blazers today? If everybody's in? Uh, yeah. Brogdon? Uh, okay, Grant is definitely starting. Yes. Sharp? Yes. Walker. Kamara. Yeah, Kamara, Walker, Brogdon. Okay. Which then, to your point, you're probably still projecting Scoot for like 20 to 30 instead of 33. Right. If Scoot's not starting, you can't go 33. That's agreed. Like, if he is starting, I think you do. If he's starting, I would happily go to 32. Um, But I think there's quite a bit of ambiguity there right now. Yeah. And as long as one guy of those guys that are questionable are out. Like I'm, I think we're probably getting there on scoot, but for right now I'm a little nervous. So like, I didn't really get him, but I don't have him projected to be gettable, but could very easily change by the time we get to nine o'clock. Yeah. And also I guess to clarify, like I have 66%. I in no way am attached to that. If I uh, no. am not taking a massive scoot stand, that's also fine with me, but no, like, and I wouldn't matter. I wouldn't mind having 62% scoot Henderson. If I thought he was playing 32 minutes, like that would right. be, yeah, it's, that's a fine stand. Yeah, this is kind of just one of those morning things where we have him getting 18% ownership. We have him 29% to be optimal. We don't know what this lineup's going to look like. We but but if he's 18% owned and reasonably projected for 33 minutes, then yeah, I won a lot. But also the ownership probably is just higher if that is where things end up. Yeah. There's going to be something to like here for Portland, I think, just because. Yeah. Right now I'm pretty much jamming Scoot, I'm jam- I'm jamming Walker and I'm not getting much of anything else. 
I think Jabari Walker is going to be maintaining that ownership today, no matter what. Like nothing, I don't, they don't have any like Q tags on dudes that are going to, unless Wreath goes from doubtful to in. Yeah. Jabari Walker is going to get this ownership by default. If Walker comes off the bench, obviously he's scarier than if he's starting from a minute yeah. standpoint. Yes. God. They're going to, who do you think, who do you think starts at the five? Walker. I hope it's Walker. I don't want to deal with Moses Brown. Back-to-back 30-minute games at a Walker without a start. Yeah. Did start the second half last game. Yeah. All right. Um, let's go to the Phoenix side, then. Because I don't think we have anything else to really talk about for Portland. Like, it's not... We, we just need those Q tags to clear before we could do anything. Agreed. Phoenix is on a back-to-back. And, oh, man, this is going to be fun. So we don't totally know what they're doing. But if everybody... That uh, that played yesterday is still available to play. Your boy Bradley Beal is projected for fifty percent ownership, sixty one hundred point guard, shooting guard, and I have fifty as well. I hadn't looked at his ownership. I was like, man, twenty three percent Bradley Beal's a lot, but uh, I guess I'm <laughs> like half the field right now. Uh, Why do you hate played- Bradley Beal? Yeah, I mean, he played thirty five minutes yesterday. He's sixty one hundred point guard, shooting guard. He looks good. This he is directly impacted by Scoot. Um, like if Henderson is going to be 18% owned and Beal is going to be 48 at the same price tag, then yes, I want a lot of Scoot and I want more than I have Beal. But that ownership, again, will just change if yeah. Scoot is starting and being projected for 33 minutes. That ownership will come up. Beal's will come down a little bit. And as a result, I'll get more Beal than I am right now. I'll get less Scoot than I am right now. So this is a spot where I think it's just directly impacted by the ambiguity around Henderson at the moment. Uh, Beal looks very good at that price if he plays. Yeah, that's interesting, you know? Very, and very like interesting. The, and he's like the only thing I'm getting from Phoenix. I have 5% Nurkic. Yeah, I've, I, so do I. <laughs> I have one share yeah. of Booker at 9,800. Obviously, very happy to get to anything of Booker or Durant that I can, just because they're Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. But yeah, it's, it's really Beal and not much else. But this could completely change if Phoenix drops an injury report that looks way different. Yeah. I haven't paid attention to their last couple of games. Are we still 11 assists against Charlotte, five against Orlando for Durant? Yeah. And uh, Stephen Lubitz said any shot Beal sits on a back-to-back. I mean, surely Absolutely. there's a shot, but yeah. the last time that they played a back-to-back that Beal could play in, he played. He played 27 and a half on December 12th. He came back and played 33 and a half on the 13th. So Right. Yeah, like projecting him in for now, obviously there's a chance he doesn't play. Um, yeah. But this is also a team that like badly, badly wants these guys to just play games together. Yeah. Yeah, I assume he's playing. Yeah. I got nothing else here, though, for Phoenix. It's just Bradley Beal season. Yeah. We could pretty much not do this next one. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks are three and a half point favorites in Utah. 245 total. So this is the other game that has a real total. Unfortunately for us, Q tag on Seth Curry, Q tag on Luka Doncic, Q tag on Dante Exum, Q tag on Kyrie Irving. Uh, I have everybody in. Makes 11-9 Luka a little bit more difficult to get to. He's only projected for 5% ownership. Kyrie is 8,600. I do think that's a little appealing. 8,100 on FanDuel. Only guy that I'm getting to is the guy that's getting ownership. 16% ownership coming into a $5,400 Derek Lively. And that all seems fine. But we are miles away from knowing what we could do with Dallas right now. Yeah, um, with Kyrie projected in, 
I am getting to 8% Luka, 1% Kyrie. So slightly over the field on Luka, but nothing crazy there. I have 45% Derek Lively. This is another spot where if the field is just going to play Brooke Lopez 25 to 30%, I am fine playing a bit more Derek Lively than the field. Uh, yeah. We talked about it. Or I, I don't remember what day it was, so it might have been me, Emac, whatever the last day that Dallas played was. Uh, talked about how Lively had seen fewer minutes in recent games because of foul trouble and that you should not be deterred by that uh, because he is playing big minutes consistently in games where he is not in foul trouble. And we got 20 or sorry, 34 and a half minutes last game. Um, he's playing north of 30 minutes when he's not in foul trouble, playing similar minutes to guys like Lopez. Um, I, I like him quite a bit at 15% owned. We have him with a 23% chance of being optimal in 30 minutes. So we have him projected to be a bit under owned. If that holds, I'm going to be playing a lot. If the ownership comes up, I will still play him, just obviously not as aggressively. I know you just said it, but I just want to double back on it. Are you good with a 30-minute projection? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, no disagreements. That's what they want, or at least that's what it seems like they want. Well, and it's not It's not like you're projecting. It's not a case even where you're saying like, well, he's going to play 30 minutes if he doesn't get in foul trouble. If he doesn't get in foul trouble, he's playing 33, 34. Right. Agreed. Yeah, I think anywhere in that 28 to 30 range feels yeah. fine for him. And I think he looks good at any one of those marks. So I think that's the reason he's getting that ownership. But look, Q tag on Exum, Irving, and Doncic. It, you can't sift through that right now. That's impossible. You get Exum and Irving out, and all of a sudden Luca goes from a guy that you're not all that interested in to a guy that you're going to be quite interested in against the Utah Jazz. Yep. And if this breaks like in a weird way where Luca sits and Kyrie comes back and plays we have to have this discussion of like, well, how many minutes can he play? Because at 32 minutes for Kyrie with no Luka, we're probably going to get a shit ton. Yeah, also true. You know what we're not going to get a lot of? Utah. Well, I thought it was going to be Utah. And then I saw that they have 10% ownership to Walker Kessler, 20 to Markinen, 15 to Keontae George, 15 to Clarkson, 10 to Sexton. This whole team is getting scattered ownership. I hate it. I hate this team. I don't know what they're doing. I never know who's going to start. I never know who's playing on the bench, who's closing. This team is a random number generator right now. Yeah, and I have a lot of it, uh, which I'm not thrilled with, but uh, I think it does change a bit. We have Keontae George projected for 32 minutes right now, so I'm getting yeah. 45%. That has to come down. Uh, we have him with a 22% chance of being optimal, 16% ownership. I think I lose Keontae George once that projection changes. Uh, not not lose entirely, but like don't have 45%. Um, no. I'm getting the 29% marking in right now, 19% ownership, 8K, small four power forward. I am perfectly fine with that one if that shows up. Uh, to me, matchup. he's the only real play on this team. Yeah, yeah. Good matchup, good player, whatever I'm getting to there. I'm getting the 15% Sexton. He's only 6,300. That salary dropped, I want to say, like $700 since his last game. Um, yeah. He's 10% owned, 16% chance of being optimal. I do like him at that ownership. He only played 26 Same. minutes last game, but um, and obviously he's live to do that again, but he's also live to play 32. Uh, he's yeah. been pretty good in general this year. So um, yeah. if he's only 10% owned, I don't mind getting a little bit more of him. I'm getting to 9% Collins right now. His price tag dropped to 5,500. Not safe, but he started at center last game. Um, if he does that Didn't again, close at center though. Yeah, only, only played 21 minutes. Like the playing time is still not really there, but... Yeah. Power forward eligible, 5,500 and low owned. I don't mind taking some shots at him, but uh, Markkinen's the only guy I'm actually confident, sort of. Like, he yeah. only played 26 last game, but relatively confident in. John Collins staggers, get, picks up. So he has two fouls in the first half, doesn't close the second quarter. They go to, like, a nine-minute 
Walker Kessler rotation. And you're thinking, okay, maybe Walker Kessler closes. Nope. Walker Kessler also doesn't close the fourth quarter, nor does John Collins. They go yeah. to basically Kelly Olenek. It's like, how do you trust anything they're doing? Right. Like that. I think I projected Olenek for like 11 minutes last game. Cause I didn't know what they were doing once they started Collins at center. And it was just like, okay, I think Kessler's getting his 24. I projected Collins for like 26 or something. I was like, this doesn't leave a lot of minutes for Olenek. He ended up playing more than everybody on the team, except for yeah. Fontecchio. Yeah. yeah. He and Keontae George both played 27 and a half. George off the bench and then closed the game over Chris Dunn. Like, yeah. I don't know what they're doing here. Speaking I went 26 Fontecchio, minutes to Keontae George. Like, there's yeah. if he's 15% owned, I will not have any of him. Uh, speaking of Fontecchio, he's right now we only have him projected for 15 minutes. He's 4,800. Okay. He started last game and played 31 yeah. minutes. If he starts at 4,800, he is absolutely playable. Yeah, I got 7% of him. I went 28 minutes to Fontecchio at 4,800. That's where all those Keontae George minutes that were given out should be probably going. Yeah, like this is just... We have it projected pretty flat. Um, Again, I think we're too high on George. But other than that, there's nobody that stands out as like he's not playing that many minutes. But it does stand out that I think we're high on George right now and absolutely low on Fontecchio, assuming he starts. Sexton, Collins, Clarkson, Olenek, George, Fontecchio, and Kessler. I have all between 23 and 28. Yeah. And I don't really see a path to not do that. Like the, I agree. it's just, I mean, their their starters and their bench guys are they're not real roles. It's it's yeah. just like whatever they got when they need it is what's going to be out there. Yeah. Uh, one thing we have seen consistently lately, and I am sure it's going to change as soon as I say this or today, but uh, Chris Dunn has been playing that spot starter role pretty consistently, where he's just playing like eighteen yeah. minutes. Yeah. It's hard to, for me to wrap my head around all of this, but whatever they tried to do, uh, whenever they went to that final closing lineup. That's when the Jazz like finally locked it in. That ended up being Sexton, Fontecchio, Markinen, George, and Kelly Olynyk. But yeah. you know, like uh, sometimes John, I'm guessing Jordan Clarkson's probably going to close a basketball game. Yeah, um, he was not. By the way, I, I didn't see it, but I saw. I do remember seeing uh, tweets about it or beat writers. Uh, he got taken out, you know, down the stretch of that game. Apparently, was not happy about it. But um, the beat Shot. writers, beat, beat writers, basically were like, "Yeah, well, Sexton's playing really well, and so sorry." Um, yeah, John P said something about Will Hardy, uh, tanking Will Hardy, I think just absolutely hates this team and wants nothing more than to win, but, uh, doesn't have players to win with. No, he's going to, a couple of these guys are going to be starting to get shipped out soon. Obviously Jordan Clarkson is going to be playing for some other playoff team in the next month. Yeah. The reason their rotations are so inconsistent is because none of them are good and Will Hardy hates all of them. Well, it's a tale of two different teams. It's a tanking team that has too many vets right now. Like it's yeah. like Jordan Clarkson doesn't fit the mold of this team. Kelly Olynyk doesn't really fit the mold of this team. Even Colin Sexton is just like sort of a different player. John Collins, like they don't have any, they don't care at this point for him. Right. It's, but it's like, just I don't random. Think, like I don't think Will Hardy is actively tanking. No. The only thing that I don't get what they're doing is I don't understand why they're not starting Walker Kessler. That's the only piece where I'm just like, I can't feel like this. This is the piece that makes no sense to me. Agreed. Other, like, I mean, yeah, he hasn't been good this year, but like you should still just be getting him minutes. Yeah, like I, playing a Kelly Olynyk over him doesn't seem like the best move, or John Collins for that matter. Like he should just be ahead of all of these dudes. Yeah. Uh, video and article today. Yeah. It's a yeah, fun no slate. Fo- no, I like no it. football tonight. I know what your messaging here is going to be, but would you say that dropping that 10:30 game for today is the first time they've got like gotten it right? 
Um, kind of. Like, there's still three games at nine. Yeah. Well, like if you're ever going to do it, dropping the one that's 90 minutes after that final yeah, stretch. Like th- this one is this one is fine. I like I would still prefer it either, but yeah, it's whatever. Um, if there were two games at 10:30, I would still not like it. If there were two games at 10:30 and they dropped them both, I would hate that. Exactly. The fact that it's one, I'm cool. Like screw that island nonsense. Yeah. The other thing is like it's not a big slate, so I would like the game to be there. But yeah, I, I wouldn't want to go any lower than six either. Like if this were. Like one of those nine o'clock games wasn't there. I would really want that 1030 game right. to be there. So I think this one worked out the best that it could. But guys, hit that like button if you haven't done it yet. Adam and I will be back for the deeper dive later today. Keep an eye out for his content along with mine. Shout out to Better for being the sponsor. I guess shout out to Jordan Klein. I'll be nice for the first day of the year for being our uh, producer behind the virtual glass. We'll talk to you in a couple hours. Peace. Peace.